Blog Talk Radio. The Monday morning quarterback from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. Boston Red here in the Jerry Pippen Broadcast Center. I was just looking through our archives and found, uh, I think, three or four programs that we did with the uh, late, great uh, Jerry Pippen. We'll be presenting those programs uh, over the winter months. One uh, was uh, on the issue of Professor Gates, who uh, many people know that was the notorious uh, beer uh, summit. Professor Gates, uh, the uh, head of the uh, W.B. Du Bois Institute at Harvard University, was literally going in his own house and was profiled by this racist uh, copper there in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Became a cause civile, uh, uh, uh literally, uh, and they had a beer summit at the uh, White House with uh, Barack Obama at the time. And Jerry uh, was commenting on that and a number of other uh, topics out there that uh, Michael Jackson uh, was one, um, the passing of Michael uh, Jackson. So we have some timely uh, materials uh, to bring uh, forward. And, of course, the extensive work that uh, Jerry and I uh, did on the Affordable Care Act. Unfortunately, Jerry passed uh, in 2015 before D.J. Trump cranked up his presidential campaign or we would have had uh, mounds of material to deal with that particular issue. Talk a little bit here about Iowa over the weekend as many people are aware particularly the quote-unquote political junkies that watch uh, the so-called cable networks. Elizabeth Warren was in Iowa. She was all over Iowa. People were lining up uh, blocks to uh, sign up for her uh, campaign. Now, this is an interesting situation uh, when we start to look at uh, 2020 and how the uh, primaries will shape up. California, normally uh, the uh, one of the last ones 
in uh, June, and I believe the last one is either Indiana, South Dakota, or something of, uh, like that. Uh, people can uh, make commentary on that, and we'll keep up with that calendar. But if you recall, uh, we uh, had, uh, in 1968, uh, Senator Robert uh, F. Kennedy. He was a senator from New York. And he was assassinated in Los Angeles right after the California primary in June. And they were, uh, at that point in time, uh, getting ready for the last of the primaries. And he was on to Chicago, as he said. Well, I'm not certain where the Democratic Convention this time will be, but it'll be a fast-track situation. We go into Iowa. That'll be next year this time. And then, and then it's on to New Hampshire. And I believe uh, the next stop is either South Carolina or Nevada. Nevada has a caucus situation. South Carolina has a primary unless they've changed it. Now, in uh, in Iowa, you have the Iowa caucuses, a little different situation there. But because of the uh, fast track, uh, when you go to Super uh, Tuesday in California, will be part of a Super Tuesday. Uh, you'll hear uh, some commentary from the uh, CB, uh, CBS Face the Nation panel, uh, they're talking about how it will all line up. Well, we don't know, but what we do know, it'll be very, very fast-tracked uh, in terms of people making decisions. Normally, the decisions, uh, we go back to Barack Obama's uh, campaign. We all went downstate to the old state house. It was bitter cold uh, there in Illinois. And that's where uh, Barack Obama, the then uh, senator from Illinois, announced his uh, presidential race. And then, of course, he raced off to Iowa uh, and had time to build an organization in Iowa. It's a long ways from Boston to uh, Des Moines, but nonetheless, Elizabeth Warren has shown that she can make the track. Now, how does this uh, complicate or... Uh, Compact, uh, the well, we'd use the word compact uh, effect, perhaps. Uh, the normal four seats out of Iowa, we call it four seats, we usually say three seats. That's uh, who does first and second, and a lot of that would depend. Uh, Bernie Sanders uh, was in a razor fin, a race with Hillary Monster Clinton, and by most, Bernie won that race, but uh, nonetheless, he went out with a second uh, place where they had to do the counting, and he actually ended up in first place. And that has happened before in Iowa because of the instability. But the problem with these campaigns, how they be fast-tracked, Elizabeth Warren has already hit the uh, road running, so to speak. Uh, when will Bernie Sanders appear in Iowa? He's been there many, many times. They have name recognition. They should be in one of the uh, four uh, seats, uh, in other words, from one to four place in the uh, campaign. And then you'll have the so-called hotshot uh, types like uh, Beto O'Rourke. If he decides to come into Iowa, it is set up for him. And then we have the uh, home uh, girl, so to speak, uh, Ms. Uh, Klobuchar of Minnesota. Now, like, uh, compare her to Michelle Bachman, it's an insult, but... Being from a neighboring state uh, does, in fact, help one out, as it did with Barack Obama and uh, with Jesse Jackson when Jesse Jackson went into Iowa. And uh, even the uh, campaign, it was short uh, with uh, 
the national leader Al Sharpton. Most people don't remember right now, but Al Sharpton did run for president. He talked about domestic issues. That was the uh, campaign that Brother Kerry won the nomination there. But Al Sharpton was in the race. He was not much into foreign policy. Foreign policy this time around, will it be in the race? Uh, will it not be in the race? be very interesting there where it will be. There is a shutdown of the government at this time. Will that hurt uh, D.J. Trump? Well, one of the situations is anything on the so-called back burner that hurts your campaign, you want it to happen early. That's sort of like Elizabeth Warren and her uh, heritage. Uh, she's telling the people of Iowa she's not a person of color. That's that's quite obvious. We know that. But uh, she is uh, guarding against that and getting it out there very, very quickly. And you'll see other people get issues out. Uh, one of the comments uh, from the CBS uh, people, uh, DJ Trump, of course, his campaign is moving on. The uh, character we call the Kansas basketball player, I forget his name right now, but he's in San Antonio, Texas, and that is DJ Trump's analytics uh, shop. There was a misnomer out there that uh, the Republicans, uh, and specifically DJ Trump, did not have analytics. They did. They had some of the best analytics out there. And it turned out their analytics were better than Hillary the Monster Clinton. And they know how to use it. Or at least they came out, as they say, with some serendipity and were able to pull it off. But this time they have time to target. And uh, DJ Trump's theme will be, I uh, took care of my campaign promises. Now that's where the wall is there. Now he's going to build what, a chain link fence. Uh, but... That is a very tenuous situation because you're talking about January or year out. Anything can happen within a year. The Democrats are uh, gearing up to uh, do some investigating. They are waiting on Robert Mueller. And incidentally, he has got uh, what effectively is a six-month uh, lease on life. And the investigation will go on, uh, no doubt, into the spring. How far into the spring, one does not know. We could have the shutdown and the uh, Mueller report at the same time in March. We don't know. There are a lot of unknowns in this uh, year, as the uh, people from Face the Nation pointed out. We have uh, Karma Harris, an African-American lady coming out of the popular state of California. And on the East Coast, Twitter King uh, Booker. Now, what will Twitter King be able to do in New Hampshire, Not uh, excuse me, in Iowa, Perhaps not as much, but he will, uh, no doubt, if he decides to run, have an organization there. Is Twitter King running for VP or is Twitter running for president? Uh, who knows? Then there's a lot of other names uh, thrown out there, easily out of Washington State. He's running, uh, no doubt, uh, for VP. But if you have a situation where you have a logger jam coming out of Iowa and uh, also in uh, New Hampshire, and as you go into Nevada and uh, South Carolina, before it's Super Tuesday, you could have someone else step into the race. And, and we did not uh, forget uh, Joe Sixpack Biden. Mr. Rove uh, said that he will uh, not run. That would be interesting if he decides to come in or not. He's actually uh, calling people up uh, and asking them, uh, or people have asked them to call people, I should say that. Uh, would they uh, come into his organization? That is an old political trick. You get people to come to you by using that method. In other words, uh, you get a mother to call uh, 
a daughter or get the daughter's phone number from the mother, and then Joe Biden calls the uh, daughter to put some energy into the campaign. Now, those are some of the uh, unknowns, and how that they a run. Will a Joe Biden just simply wait around and see how Iowa shapes up in terms of who uh, announces that they will be a candidate? He has got some time to do it because he is a known name. He could save, uh, I mean, he could wait until June or perhaps even July uh, to get his campaign going because he has a de facto organization already in Iowa. But some of the other people that are not known in Iowa have to get in there uh, very quickly. Not so much Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders can wait and see a month or so uh, to. Amy Klobuchar can't do that. She needs to get there and get started. Uh, for one, uh, there's always this uh, problem of staffing, of finding uh, people that are nominally qualified uh, to uh, be in a national campaign. It's a different uh, situation there. Caucuses like Iowa, you can kind of stumble through those. You can go into New Hampshire. It's wide open in New Hampshire. It's just an idea of going from hamlet to hamlet to hamlet. That's basically your strategy there. But then it gets more serious along the way. And are you going to have the money to go into a place like California where it costs a hell of a lot of money to run a campaign? Those are some of the things that uh, we're just throwing out here. On the uh, 7th of uh, January, let's go to ESPN. ESPN evidently got in trouble uh, doing a uh, Colts game. I had it up here, but I don't see it now. The uh, quarterback, I think his name is Luck. I'm not that familiar with him. We're really not covering the NFL season uh, uh, this year because of the uh, boycott, the treatment of Colin Kopernick, not only the treatment of Colin Kopernick, the treatment of African-American uh, coaches, which we'll get to in a minute. But first, we have a baseball story. This is a union chief. His name is Tony Clark. Uh, find a way uh, to fire up the hot stove, the hot oven. This is uh, by uh, uh, Buster Oney. Uh, he's appeared. He's a senior writer now. If uh, Tony Clark had asked, I would have suggested the uh, Major League Players Association chief Give a holiday read of uh, Joyce uh, Kearns uh, uh, Goodwin's uh, book, Leadership in Turbulent Times. With, within it, she writes about the different leadership styles of uh, Herbert, Herbert Hoover and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. As uh, they face the nation's worst financial crisis of their time, or any time at that time. And they could have added the name Barack Obama there also. As uh, President Hoover did... Uh, Nothing and uh, change nothing, believing that the situation brought on by the uh, Great Depression would correct itself. Now, would it be uh, self-correcting once Roosevelt was inaugurated? That was in the spring of 1933. He attacked the problem with an approach uh, learned uh, through the years when he went uh, through a rehabilitation for polio. Most people didn't know that at the time. Uh, President Roosevelt could not walk. He had braces and he was uh, seen uh, sitting down. And when he was standing, he was standing with his braces. The press was not like it is today in uh, national uh, type of uh, uh, gawkers, whatever uh, type thing. The first uh, uh, Esquire, the uh, first 100 days of Roosevelt's uh, presidency, he worked... Uh, to uh, spur the economy with sweeping proposals and change, and evidently got enough of the uh, 
generation uh, generated ideas uh, created attraction for the turnabout. This is what the NBA uh, in in it <laughs> start over again. The MFB, the Major League Baseball Players Union, so desperately needs right now engagement, ideas, dialogue, and negotiation. Jeff Berry, who wrote this memo, leaked last month and published last week to spur a conversation to identify areas in which the players and a union could forge some unity and strategize there. So this is... Is much needed. We'll take a quick look at the memo here, because after all, this is the Monday morning quarterback. The text of uh, agent uh, Jeff Barry's a memo to the players uh, for more than a decade, ten years. There's been a, calcu- uh, a calculated and increasing uh, encroachment on a player's rights and further institutionalization of the way the 30 major league uh, teams uh, spin, operate, and act. Despite increasing uh, MLB uh, revenues and franchise valuations in uh, the uh, new uh, world order of analysis and uh, aging uh, curves, uh, tanking and shutting and opening, uh, openers uh, bull uh, pinning, declining attendance and declining salaries, players uh, should and do feel vulnerable and unsure. Commissioner uh, Manford has uh, publicly blamed uh, Clark and uh, the uh, PA uh, for everything uh, from downtrending attendance, uh, the pace of play, lack of communication skills, and uh, not understanding the analytical evolution of players' evaluation. Major League Baseball has publicly blamed agents for their failure to uh, accurately assess the market. The commissioner has gone so far as to blame Mike Trout for the like of uh, commercial appeal. Uh, none of it's true, but uh, this doesn't stop uh, Major League uh, Baseball. And the commissioner, Manfred, sorry, commissioner, from uh, spoiling of this uh, destabilizing uh, narrative. Uh, during uh, the uh, media day, that was in 2018, all-star game, the commissioner uh, stood there uh no big rush to do everything because we are in the middle of a labor uh, contract. He also said the only purposeful <laughs> behavior that uh, took place in the free agency market last year is our clubs have carefully analyzed the availability of uh, players. Oops. Getting ahead of myself here. The availability of uh, players. It's now uh, the LRD versus singular players agent uh, system. General managers and assistant general managers are rarely involved as uh, most negotiations are now handled by uh, lower-level workers. This uh, term, uh, negotiator, is being... uh, is uh, is given March orders and uh, deep-depth numbers from uh, LRD... The players uh, don't uh, not agree to the uh, LRD numbers and the LRD arrangements for the uh, outside counsel to take over the case in preparation for trial. The systematic approach has uh, removed individual teams' responsibility 
and exposure and has successfully stagnated ABR or salaries, regardless of the status of the uh, team player relationship. Individual teams no longer feel uh, accountable or uh, burdened by having to determine their own uh, settlement numbers or the decisions to uh, take a player to a hearing. Uh, they're just following the rules. This is the uh, LRD uh, construct uh, file and uh, the uh, trial system. Let me just uh, finish this up. It's very long. It is very, very long. Okay, all players that report to spring training on uh, the mandatory reporting date is outlined in the uh, CBA. Uh, players are not required to report to spring training until February the 23rd, that's 23 days prior to opening day. However, the uh, Major League Baseball has scheduled train, uh, spring training games on the 21st and 22nd of February with a full slate of uh, Grapefruit and Cactus League game scheduled on the 23rd. Boycott of interviews, participation, uh, Major League Baseball owned uh, Major League Baseball Network and any of its affiliates. Boycott of all off-season uh, teams of fan fests and uh, caravans. Boycott all uh, individual teams and uh, Major League Baseball requested autographs and memorabilia signings, boycott all individual uh, team and uh, Major League Baseball promotion, no, promotional commercials, players and agents boycott the general uh, managers meetings, no fiscal presence, players and agents boycott the winter uh, meetings, no fiscal presence there. Uh, last season uh, was a disaster for players and for the Major League Players Association rather than simply accepting the uh, status quo and uh, rambling uh, towards a uh, work stoppage. Unified membership strategies should be considered and uh, potentially implemented uh, well before the expiration of the CRA. Major League Baseball and the LRD have uh, proven to be well organized and formable. This, uh, despite uh, inspicable, uh, expicable, excuse me, campaigns to uh, devalue their greatest assets, the game and its ability to entertain and connect with generations of fans has and has always driven by players and their incredible efforts. Now, in Minnesota, the T Wolves uh, fired their uh, coach. Let's see if we can get this in here. Maybe. Well, we thought we would be able to get just a little bit of this in uh, while we are here. Now we'll try it again. What was, let me ask you this. Based on the people you've talked to at this point, what led to this? It, it felt as if from a fan standpoint, it kind of came out of the blue. It did. I mean, the team had won a couple games here, but uh, this has been – some time in the making uh, between Tom Thibodeau and uh, ownership, uh, Glenn Taylor. Uh, for now, Scott Layden will stay in as the general manager. Now, he reported to Tom Thibodeau. He was president this and coach. Of, uh, but Tom, once uh, the Jimmy Thibodeau Butler saga started to unravel, that was the beginning of the end for Tom Thibodeau. It has been on the edge of mediocrity for many, many years. They've tried uh, new coaches. They've tried many, many things. And... 
they quite frankly have not, as they say, improved uh, their overall uh, situation. Incidentally, later tonight, we'll uh, have the uh, national uh, championship. Uh, a little different. I, I think we'll stick with uh, sports here at least uh, for a minute uh, so we can finish this up and then we'll go back. Uh, we normally don't do it this way, but that'll be 8 uh, Eastern time uh, tonight. Clemson and number one Alabama. And I was trying to uh, see uh, yeah, well, the over-under is 58.5 uh, and uh, Bama is the uh, odds-on favorite there as you probably have already figured out. Let me just give the NBA scores while we're here. Uh, the uh, Nets uh, were in uh, Chicago. Uh, Nets 117-100. to 100. The Lakers were at the T-Wolves. The T-Wolves actually won a game. Of course, their coach is unemployed. 108-86. Uh, to 86. The Magic were in Los Angeles. The Clippers 106-96. to 96. The Heat and Hawks. Hawks 106 to 82 for the Heat, the Wizards, and uh, the Thunder. Uh, the Thunder didn't have any lightning or storm. It was the Wizards 116 to 98 in OKC. The Pacers and Rafters. It was all Rafters. The Rafters 121 to 105. And finally, the Hornets and Suns in a Phoenix. Uh, the Suns were not very hot. The Hornets were 119 to 113. And now we'll go back to uh, the uh, National Hockey League. We're sort of roaming around and around here. Okay. Anyway, we have the Hurricanes. We're at the Senators. Hurricanes 5-4. to four. The Rangers and Coyotes. The Rangers shut out the... Or, excuse me, the Coyotes shut out the Rangers 5-zip. And the Devils and the Golden Knights of Las Vegas. It was the Knights 3-2 to two over the Devils of Detroit. The Cap... Oh, oops. The Devils. I'm not sure what the Devils are. Anyway, the uh, Red Wings. I uh, do know the Red Wings in Detroit uh, and the Capitals. Was Capitals three to two. And uh, yeah. Anyway, we know where the Golden Knights are. Uh, oh, the Jersey Devils. Okay. Anyway, the Stars and uh, Jets of Winnipeg. It was a Jets five two. They won there. They won the game, and it was the Hawks and Penguins in Pittsburgh. It was the Hawks of Chicago. Our old friend Judy used to have that as her uh, favorite team. Anyway, 5-3 to three over the Penguins. And finally, the Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks. The Oilers of Edmonton shut out the Ducks 4-0. to zero. Now, let me get this uh, sports uh, story here. Uh, this is uh, from the People's World. African-American head coaches fired after change to the Rooney Rule. That was named after the late owner of the uh, Pittsburgh team, the Steelers. The end of the NFL's regular season last Sunday was a brutal for head coaches uh, legal uh, uh, league-wide. This is incidentally by Al Neal. Uh, within seconds of the final game and into Monday, the axe came down on eight coaches. Tom uh, Bowes, I guess, uh, the Jets, and... Uh, 
Vincent Joseph of the Indianapolis Coats and Marvin Lewis. He'd been around a long time with the Bengals. And Adam uh, Greasy of Miami and uh, Marlon, uh, the Marlins, uh, Steve uh, Wilkes. And the coach of the uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, Dirk uh, Keta. And Hugh Jackson of uh, uh, Cleveland. Uh, Keta was uh, with uh, the, uh, the Buccaneers. And Mike McCarthy of Green Bay, where, he, of course, he was fired midseason. Green Bay had a disastrous season until the uh, December the 12th. Of revisions in uh, the NFL clubs must interview at least one uh, diversity candidate for the career development advisory panel list. So diversity candidates are not currently employed by the club. Since the inception of the uh, Rooney Rule, uh, we have seen uh, the rule adopted across the uh, Businesses, sectors, and considered an, uh, an industry best practice to increase diversity. The uh, commissioner there, another one of these failed commissioners, uh, Roger uh, Goodell, uh, said that the policy update uh, made uh, today will boost uh, the current rule, uh, Rooney Rule requirements and intended to create additional opportunities for uh, diversity candidates to be identified, interviewed, and ultimately hired when a vacancy becomes available. Clearly, the league is uh, constantly uh, forward-thinking in addressing social issues uh, on and off the field and hiring, uh, etc. The new standards are uh, calculated in response to uh, the accusation teams, the Oakland uh, Raiders here, circumventing the rule by interfering, uh, by, excuse me, by interviewing minority candidates not uh, seem uh, to be uh, legitimate contenders for the job. Our focus was simple on how do we make the Rooney Rule better. That is from Robert uh, Gulliver, uh, the league's executive in charge of human resources. Here's where it's a bit suspicious. Five of the eight coaches fired uh, midway uh, through the regular season are African Americans. This left only three African American coaches in the league, uh, enacted in uh, December of 2000. And two, the Rooney Rule name that was after the late owner Dan Rooney and former chair of the NFL's Workplace Advisory Council initially required each team with a head coach vacancy to interview at least one a minority uh, candidate. The rule was created in reaction to the uh, 2002 uh, fire of, uh, firing of Tony Dungy. He was at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Dennis Green, who was with the Minnesota Vikings. Shortly after that, civil rights attorney Cyrus uh, Mihira and Johnny Cochran released a study showing uh, that uh, African-American head coaches were less likely to be hired and more likely to be fired than uh, their uh, European or white counterparts. Not surprising given hours and the league's history. Up until 1979, Tom Flores was... Uh, Brought on by the Raiders, he was a Latino, was the only minority coach in the history, uh, was uh, Fritz uh, Pollard, or is it Pollard, anyway. Uh, we all know uh, it wins and it goes home, said uh, John Wooden, the uh, chairman of uh, Fritz Pollard Alliance, in a, a telephone interview with the Washington Post. That is the Fritz uh, Pollard uh, Alliance is a diversity uh, group which works closely with uh, 
major league uh, uh, with the NFL. The league's remaining minority coach, Mike uh, Tremblin of uh, the Steelers and Anthony Lane of the Los Angeles uh, Chargers and Ron Rivera, the old uh, defensive player uh, for the uh, Bears who fell short. I guess we can throw that in. They met uh, <laughs> the mighty uh, Philadelphia uh, team. Anyway, the Workplace Diversity Committee reaffirmed uh, their commitment to strong accountability measures if the uh, clubs fail to comply or uh, seek to evade the rules procedure. With eight vacancies coming, comes an opportunity for minority head coach candidates like Kansas City Chiefs offensive uh, coach Eric uh, Bellany and New England's linebacker coach uh, Brian uh, Flores, uh, Flores, Flores <laughs> Jim uh, Cantwell, former coach of the Indiana Colts and Detroit Lions. And while clubs are in uh, their planning stage, they should look long and hard and bring back Mr. Colin Kopernick, we agree there in the uh in the uh, 2019 uh draft class quarterbacks uh market is predictably thin and it is thin this year round if you start looking at uh, some of the uh teams and how they uh, came out we'll probably append a study here uh, we will black coaches in the National Football League this is in uh, 2002 so now let us move on here. We sometimes spend a little time uh, doing things, doing a little bit differently. Tell us how you like it. Um, we talked last night on the uh, week that was about uh, the 1 in 10 apartments of flats in uh, Seattle that are empty and rents are dropping. That's in Seattle. That would be so-called uh, market conditions. Mike uh, Rosenberg is the author. CR, excuse me, Seattle built the uh, fourth most apartments of any metro area in the country uh, the past year. That would be 2018. Uh, only New York, Los Angeles, much larger cities, and Dallas uh, built more. I guess Dallas is building, building, and building. And it's across King County, which is uh, Seattle, Suskomish County. Rents dropped uh, 1.1% uh, 1 .1 from third to fourth quarter. The biggest uh, quarterly drop this decade, uh, behind the only 2.9% uh, seen at the time last year. So rents are dropping, but rents are still uh, expensive. Uh, on First Hill, that is in Seattle, they're giving out uh, $2,000, uh, actually $2,500 Amazon gift cards. Uh, uh, two months free rent plus a thousand dollar gift card if you move in within uh, one week. That's in Kirkland. So if you're out in the neighborhood and need something to get in there. Uh, on the east side, rents dropped 2.5 or uh, nearly $50. Well, the old scheme used to be uh, it's some of the uh, lower price landlords used to go up uh, $25 for tenants that are around. And new ones, it was usually $50 more. Rents dropped uh, 3% in the past quarter in Belltown. That's also downtown Seattle. Uh, South Union Lake, over by the uni uh, uh, University District there. Used to live in Seattle. Confessed that a long time ago. No Amazon, no Microsoft. And we beat it before that time. But we would uh, throw that out. And let us fly on here. Uh, 
out in a Montana community turns out to uh, remember uh, shared stories of Henny Scott. Henny Scott evidently um, was uh, an Aboriginal person uh, there. Um, Scott's mother, uh, Paula Castro, and others uh, held boxes of red uh, glitter for people uh, together and to toss um, over the casket there. Over 350 people came uh, to uh, the Lummi Deer uh, High School gym for Scott's funeral. Also wore a red and missing and murdered uh, indigenous woman. She was an indigenous woman. And a girls' a movement trying to stop violence and mistreatment of Native American uh, women and girls. In visiting with uh, Paula, I found out about Henny's death. And one of the first things that didn't surprise me, that she was angry and frustrated. This is Bear said. A bear is a pastor there. And Scott's funeral uh, ceremony took place eight days after her uh, body was discovered by a volunteer search party. Um, Looking in the area west of uh, Limmy Deer in Muddy Creek area, acting tribal president Conrad Fisher said at the time that she was found in the area behind a house is covered with snow. She was reported missing by the Bureau of Indian Affairs on the 13th of December. The Montana uh, Department of Justice issued a missing and endangered a person. Uh, Advisor, the FBI has yet to provide information about uh, Scott's uh, death. This is from the Missoula here. Uh, perhaps Mary out in Montana will know more about this. In the uh, New York Times, our old buddy, Professor Ishmael Reed, uh, play uh, challenging uh, Hamilton's uh, will, uh, get, uh, gets a reading there. This is uh, by uh, Debs. Sopan Debs uh, on the 4th of, of January in the New York Times, of all places, uh, in the uh, cinema or theatrical section. Uh, Hamilton has been an, in an industry-changing phenomenon since its uh, Broadway uh, premiere in uh, 2015. But the show has its detractors, and one manifestation of this criticism will take place this weekend in New York in a reading of a play by Ishmael Reed, the Hunting Life of Lynn uh, Manuel uh, Miranda, which will be held, and I don't want to try to pronounce this, the uh, Poets uh, Cafe on the Lower East Side, and will run through the 7th today. The play is directed by Romy Neal, and will uh, aim at what uh, Professor Reed, a prominent, prolific, no, no doubt about that, satirical writer, and who was awarded the MacArthur Grant that was in uh, 1998. He's in good company there. Believes our inaccuracies uh, with uh, Hamilton. Some academics have long said the show uh, uh, glosses over uh, the role of slavery in the period and has criticized the way Hamilton is presented. Mr. Neal said in an interview that uh, Professor Reed, he has Mr. Reed, we'll call him Professor Reed, began writing his play at the beginning of last year. He uh, was talking about the subject a lot. And if you go to fa to Facebook, Ishmael Reed, you'll find he has been indeed talking about it. How uh, they could have uh, put up a play about Hamilton and call him an abolitionist. He was no abolitionist when he was a, uh, a uh, slave a trader. 
The play itself is described as being about a playwright who is misled by a historian of uh, white history into the belief that Hamilton was an abolitionist in his path to learning Hamilton's a true story. The work also criticizes Hamilton for not uh, including uh, Native Americans and white indentured uh, servants. The uh, plot educates an actor's uh, playing uh, Lynn uh, Manuel uh, Miranda, <coughs> excuse me, the creator of Hamilton. Uh, Mr. Reed's uh, two-part uh, National Book Award uh, finalist, uh, two-time, I'm sorry, uh, will uh, take part in the reading the uh, reading the uh, role of uh, Miranda's agent. Uh, agent, Mr. Neal said uh, they're trying uh, to raise money for the play to be staged at the... Uh, Narokanian? Anyway, once the readings are finished, last week Hamilton took a record of $4 million in box office sales on Broadway at the Kennedy Center. The musical received one of its prestigious honors for the first uh, institution uh, given one uh, for the show. Reads uh, issues with the musical uh, track uh, with those uh, academics who have criticized Hamilton like... Uh, Annette Gordon uh, Reed, uh, no relation to Professor Reed, I thought she was, a professor of history and law at Harvard, has spoken out against it and the portrayal of Hamilton's uncompromising abolitionist. This is just crazy. Reed is now uh, counseling, uh, uh, consulting with the creators of Hamilton about the historic accuracy of uh, a traveling exhibit the show is planning. It's not clear whether uh, Miranda is uh, aware of the hunting of Lynn uh, Manuel uh, Miranda, as spokesman for Hamilton, declined to comment, I bet so. But uh, perhaps uh, he might invite uh, Neil and uh, Professor Reed to see Hamilton, since neither of them have seen the show. Well, I don't think Professor Reed wants to uh, waste his time on that uh, particular issue. Uh, we rolled on here. I think we'll uh, conclude at this point in time. Uh, one other item here... Uh, the uh, campaigner, human rights uh, advocate, uh, comrade Angela Davis uh, was to receive a civil rights uh, award from the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute. It was canceled, no doubt, by a collection of Uncle Tom's uh, there. Uh, she is uh, from uh, Birmingham, lived down the street from the little girls that were killed. And they just gave as an excuse her membership in the Black Party, the Black uh, Pampa Party, and in the Communist Party of the, uh, of the USA. She was born in 1944 and experienced uh, segregation as a child, no doubt about that. Regan tried to kill her. Um, famous trial out in uh, California, Northern California. The board said it recognizes David's statue as a scholar and a prominent figure in civil rights history but uh, believes this decision is consistent with the uh, details of the award's namesake, uh, Reverend Shuttlesworth. I would disagree there. The board uh, apologized to our supporters and the community and Ms. Davis for the confusion that's caused. It caused a lot of confusion. When Uncle Tom's, as they say, arrive at the uh, uh, there, this kind of reminds me, and I, I guess uh, when we uh, get on to uh, YouTube uh, doing our videos, 
We used to do videos on live stream all the time. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, the white supremacists has evidently got a new scheme going on. They are chugging a lug of uh, milk. And uh, geneticists are alarmed. The whole idea there is that uh, geneticists are holding their uh, convention. I'll have more on this. The chugging of milk is a lot of African Americans are uh, lactose uh, intolerant. So therefore they cannot drink milk. But we at this mic can drink a gallon of milk. There's no, there's no problem right there. Don't drink a lot of milk, but we can drink it. Uh, Enter the milk zone with a uh, map lit uh, from the scientific uh, journal on uh, the traits evolutionary theory with the 